let's take a moment to reflect on the biases or judgments we may carry against people in our congregations or communities that could be inhibiting feelings of unity. As we listen to Elder Joni L. Coach recall a memory he had of seeing a man in a wheelchair on his way home. In June 1994, I was anxiously driving back home from work to watch on TV our national soccer team play in the World Cup. Soon after I started my journey, I saw from afar on the sidewalk a handicapped man quickly rolling forward his wheelchair, which I noticed was decorated with our Brazilian flag. I knew then he was also going home to watch the game. When our paths crossed and our eyes met for a fraction of a second, I felt strongly united with that man. We were going in different directions, didn't know each other, had clearly social and physical, different social and physical conditions. But our same passion for soccer and love for our country made us feel like one in that very moment. I haven't seen that man since then. But today, decades apart, I can still see those eyes and feel that strong connection with that man. After all, we won the game and the World Cup that year. (laughs) In the church, in spite of our differences, the Lord expects us to be one. As we all enter a meeting house to worship as a group, we should leave behind our differences, including race, social status, political preferences, academic and professional achievements, and instead concentrate on our common spiritual objectives. Together we sing hymns, say simultaneously an audible amen, after talks, lessons, and prayers, meaning that we jointly agree with what was shared. These things that we do collectively help create a strong sense of oneness within the congregation. However, what really determines, solidifies, or destroys our unity is how we act when we are apart from our church members. As we all know, It is inevitable and normal that eventually we will talk about each other. Depending on what we choose to say about one another, our words will either have our hearts knit together in unity or they will erode love, trust, and the goodwill that should exist among us. There are comments that subtly destroy unity, such as, yes, he's a good bishop, oh, but you should have seen him when he was a young man. A more constructive version of this might be, the bishop is so good, and he has grown so much in maturity and wisdom over the years. Oftentimes we put permanent labels on people. We have no right to portray anybody as a badly finished product. Rather, our words about our fellow beings should reflect our belief in Jesus Christ and his atonement, and that in him, And through him, we can always change for the better. Some start criticizing and becoming divided with church leaders and members for things that are so small. I was only 11, but I remember 40, 40 years ago, the meeting house where my family attended church was to experience major remodeling. Before starting that undertaking, there was a meeting in which local leaders and area leaders 
We're discussing how the members would participate with labor in that effort. My father expressed his very strong opinion that this work should be done by a contractor, not by amateurs. Not only was his opinion rejected, but we heard that he was severely and publicly rebuked in that occasion. Now, this was a man who was very dedicated to the church and also a World War II veteran in Europe, used to resisting and fighting for what he believed in. One wondered what his reaction might be after this incident. Would he persist with his opinion and continue to oppose the decision already made? My dad, however, decided to remain one with our fellow saints. He invited our family to follow him to the meeting house where we would make ourselves available to help in any way. Father did not get to see the new chapel as he passed away before the conclusion of this work. But we in the family, led now by my mom, continued doing our part until it was finished. And that kept us united. Just moments before his excruciating experiences in Gethsemane, when Jesus was praying to the Father for his apostles and all of us, the saints, he said, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That was an excerpt from Elder Joni L. Coach's talk, A Part But Still One. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.